Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to the Student Services Leadership Team Podcast, where we strive to help students for life after high school and promote academics and college and career readiness. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another SSLT podcast. I'm your host, Mohamed Atia. On this episode, we have Michelle Nolasco, Calvin Rebolito, Javier Cruz, and Camila Castillo. We're all a part of a research project for the Language, Power, and Social Justice class aimed at the impact of social media and mental health in teens. Hi guys, my name is Michelle Nolasco, and just like Mo said, um, today we are going to introduce our social action plan as part of our senior capstone project for the language, power, and social justice class. Um, our social action project plan is called the impact of social media on mental health in teens. Um, today we are going to be talking about why is social media uh, addictive the difference between old media and new media, eating disorders caused by social media, signs of social media impacting mental health, statistics on the impact of social media, and finally, how to limit the use of social media. So let's get right into it. That's awesome and so interesting. So can you explain to us, how does old social media and modern social media compare? Really good question, Mo. So in old social media, MSN, Messenger, and MySpace, and chat rooms were commonly uh, used and part of that old media uh, generation. And it was more of a neutral space where people solely used the platform for um, in terms of communication. Now today, we use um, apps like Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. Um, and new to the generation is, of course, TikTok, with uh, millions of teens definitely on this platform. Um, filming uh, crazy videos or um, filming like their everyday lives basically they're uh, again showing their lives to others broadcasting uh, streaming and one difference between old media social and new social media is the fact that they're focused on less focused on communication with others because the platform is more about showing the good moments um, in everyday lives so why is social media so addictive in terms of why social media is addictive, um, it has to do a little bit with um, biological perspective. For example, I don't know if you heard of like this um, newer transmitter called dopamine. And dopamine is basically um, the way or the a feeling that we get in terms of like cravings and like re- getting um, rewarded with expectations. And basically... Um, why social media is addictive is the fact that likes, comments, and sharing posts are always are ways that our brain unexpectedly gets stimulated, and um, we release dopamine whenever, let's say, you get like a huge amount of likes, or maybe you get like two or three new followers on uh, your social media profile. All right. So how does social media affect the self-esteem of teenagers? Well, basically, you're spending more time, um, like, meeting with strangers uh, rather than, like, you know, meeting with, like, friends or family that you see every day. Uh, You're definitely comparing yourself um, unfavorably with others in social media. Um, Definitely, when you're comparing yourself with against other people you have low self-esteem and negative body image and that goes straight into like one of our agenda points which was like eating disorders um the fact that like apps like snapchat and instagram have filters and many people use their edit their filters um you know if other people don't know that people are using these filters it can lead to think that it could definitely lead to like um negative responses like 
you know, false identity, um, as well as, you like, know, definitely like that body image disorder. That's definitely uh, mostly most common in girls. I know I see like a lot of girls like, you know, get like um, get lip filled um, fillers and uh, they try like, you know, changing their like body poses or try doing like crazy eating diets um, that can, you know, ultimately like negatively impact like who they are really in life. So how is social networks and social media related to mental health uh, problems and issues? According to the National Institute of Mental Health, it reports that lifetime prevalence of any mental disorder among adolescents is 49.5% and 22.2% of adolescents will suffer from a severe mental impairment in their lifetime. And another study from the same research center, Pew Research Center, 69% 69% of adults and 81% of teens in the U.S. use social media. And because of that, like, to sum off of what um, Michelle said, it's also because of the dopamine release and the feel-good um, the feel good chemical that's linked to activities such as posting on social networks, such as um, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Yeah. So how can you limit the use of social media? I know it goes a long way of a person using social media all the time, but how can we limit the use of social media? Like uh, a bunch of different ways to limit the use of social media. Uh, It can range from just like putting your phone down or like setting up a timer and like getting away from it. Or like, for example, there are some studies that have shown that like a good percent of the teenagers usually fall asleep uh, near their phones and stuff or like they go to sleep like because they're constantly on their phone at night and like another way of like limiting the use of social media can be just like finding new hobbies and stuff and just distracting your mind okay so this is i feel like something that everyone wants to know um we can't keep we keep our phones in our hands all the time so can you explain to us what are the signs of a social media addict i mean they're like we have five uh signs about this but one of the first ones is uh spending more time on social media than with family and friends um another one can be like comparing yourself unfavorably with others on social media and like also constantly being distracted at school and work and like not really paying as much attention as you should be and also engaging in risky behaviors in order to like gain likes and like be liked by a bunch of other people and also you can end up like suffering from like sleeping problems and you might not get enough sleep and probably like the next day and like in the morning like you'll be like tired and like not really have enough energy to do anything like um also, like, social media has become a substitute for a lot of offline interaction. Like, even if someone is out with friends, they still feel the need to constantly check social media, often driven by feelings that matters. The others may have more fun than themselves. Yeah, thanks. So, based on all your research, do you think that social media addiction is becoming an epidemic? So this is one question that I wanted to be asked on the podcast. And thank you for Mo for bringing that up. Um, Personally, I know this is going to get really heated, but I think it's definitely becoming um, an epidemic. And like you said, Mo, you mentioned that we have our phones every day. Like right now, we're all using our phones right now. Um, We use it for everyday life. I don't think technology is ever going to go away. Like at this point in 
um, hum- like in human society, we cannot live without technology. Um, and unless we do something about this, um, like this epidemic of um, s- like social media is definitely going to continue and it's going to go the um the wrong way if we don't really do something about it and so that's why we did like a presentation and we went we got on this podcast just to advocate that like mental health is important and you know social media definitely plays a huge role um in your mental health stemming off of what michelle said like um i i completely agree that social media is very addictive at least for now it's very addictive like most teens i'd say from research um they spend about seven hours and 22 minutes each day on their phones which is like a good portion of their entire entire day so and personally from personal experience i also use my phone a lot like a lot a lot and i'd say getting a notification from my usage i probably use it more than seven hours a day so yeah, that's just my input on how addictive phones can be. All right. Thank you for all that helpful information. This will totally affect us, the community. Um, thanks, Michelle, Calvin, Javier, and Camilla. Thank you so much for all the useful information. Make sure to listen to all our future and past podcasts on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at SSLT underscore Sandberg to find new information. And check out our website. The link can be found in our Insta bio. Mm-hmm.